Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Kelly, and today I have a question for you What's the rush? In thinking about your goals or desired results, do you find yourself getting impatient? Are you in a hurry to get to the outcome? Do you need every part of your life to be on demand and instant like so much else today? I ask because this has been something that I have struggled with throughout my life. In fact, it's only recently through therapy and coaching that I've started to figure out the ways in which my impatience has held me back. In fact, just to give an example, I have had multiple situations where I was in such a rush to apply for a job that I didn't follow the instructions properly and ended up not having my application even considered because I didn't follow the rules carefully. When I was much younger, I wanted to become a foreign service officer. I think I took the foreign service exam four different times, and I passed it every single time but I couldn't get past the second stage, the qualifications evaluations panel, because every time I immediately wrote my essays and sent them along without even editing them. I could not sit with the discomfort of mulling them over, outlining and editing. It's as if the discomfort of preparing was too much to bear. And the results of being unwilling or unable to be uncomfortable met subpar responses which was ultimately self-sabotage. I wonder if that resonates with you at all. Do you have situations in which it is simply too difficult to be deliberate and take your time? It could be calendaring. In fact, many of my clients experience a great deal of discomfort when it comes time to put tasks on the calendar and even more so when it's time to follow through. I remember a client telling me that she had far too many tasks to complete to even try to organize them and put them on the calendar. As a result, she found herself even more overwhelmed. She was attempting to rush through the process of organization in order to get to the process of task completion. However, being oriented and organized actually saves time, reduces overwhelm, and takes the burden off a long to-do list out of our minds. I have another client who finds brainstorming and outlining briefs impossibly tedious. As a result, when she's brief writing, she struggles to organize her thoughts and ends up writing, editing, reorganizing, writing more, deleting, rewriting. It takes up much more time to organize her thoughts, writing, and rewriting than to sit and prepare and organize her thoughts from the beginning. Okay, that client is really me, but I bet some of you struggle with the exact same thing. And it's not just in our professional lives where we try to rush to the finish while sabotaging ourselves in the process. Have you ever started a diet or an exercise program only immediately to give up? How many times have you started something only to give up when the results weren't what we wanted when we wanted it? Or we discover doing that new routine is unpleasant or uncomfortable. We expect things to be easy and quick. 
or at least easier and quicker than they are. That's our brain's fault. Remember, our brains are evolutionarily wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and expend as little energy as possible. So of course, doing anything new will require greater effort and a level of discomfort that is, yeah, uncomfortable. Rushing leads to negative outcomes. One possible outcome is that our work is inefficient and often subpar. I think this is hard for some of us to accept, but if you really think about it, I believe you will see the truth in this. When we fail to plan and organize ourselves, we end up expending far more energy in planning while we are trying to accomplish our task. And a simple truth is that our human brain cannot multitask. It can only switch from one task to another. This means it takes time, energy, and effort away from the intended task to also organize our tasks at the exact same time. If you struggle with planning your writing effectively and efficiently, I highly recommend any book by Brian Garner, but especially Legal Writing in Plain English and The Winning Brief. He is the authority on legal writing, and he offers a number of tips on brainstorming and outlining to organize your thoughts in a coherent and persuasive manner. Being able to sit with the discomfort of this is tedious and boring and I don't want to do it while actually doing it will equip you to think, write, and work more efficiently, ultimately saving you time and energy. It's difficult for many of us to change our ways of doing things. They are deeply ingrained in our psyche. And truth be told, many of us have been quite successful despite our lack of planning, preparation, and efficiency. But at what cost? I can tell you one. Lost efficiency at work has to come from somewhere. It comes at the cost of our personal time our time for our family, our friends, and ourselves. And most importantly of all, our favorite streaming shows. My goal for my clients is to help them find balance, harmony, and joy in their practices and lives. This means working as efficiently and productively as possible so we can work when we are at work and relax when we're not working. This is the antidote to burnout, overwhelm, and fatigue. Let that marinate. Another negative result that rushing leads to is quitting. But quitting doesn't make it happen any faster. When we rush a process and are impatient for the end result, we do not develop skills for long-term success. This is true for any task, but you can see how this is possible with learning a new skill, developing a workout routine, a skincare routine, or trying a new way of eating, just to name a few. So how do we develop greater patience? By sitting with the uncomfortable feelings that arise when we are going through the process, whatever it is. Those negative thoughts and feelings will arise like clockwork. They will tell us to stop, move on, quit, and if we refuse to feel those feelings, we end up giving in and reinforcing patterns of behavior that do not serve us. One skill I teach my students is to develop an embodied awareness of negative emotions when they arise. 
This can be as simple as closing your eyes, putting your hands over your heart, and discovering where the sensation arises in the body. All emotions are vibrations in the body that we can feel when we are willing to look closely. It may be in your heart space, the pit of your stomach, perhaps even your throat, maybe even your biceps. The feeling could be heavy, buzzing, throbbing, tingly, swirly. Investigate with curiosity those sensations and notice how they change when you observe them. Simply taking five to 10 minutes to be present with these feelings and processing them will give you the ability to truly feel any feeling. When you are capable of feeling any feeling, you are able to deal with anything life throws at you. Imagine how successful you can be when you know and trust that you can absolutely handle anything life throws at you. If you would like to take these teachings deeper and work with me on a one-on-one basis, please sign up for a 20-minute consultation. It's free. Let us explore whether coaching can help you achieve the life you've always wanted, but you've been in too much of a rush to get. As always, I would love to hear your comments, tips, and questions. Feel free to reach out to me at laura at thejoyfulattorney.com. Until next time. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.